Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name's Joe, and welcome to The Front Row. Your ticket, and really your front row seat, to sometimes hear me vent, but mainly hear me talk about food, business, relationships, music, and a whole lot more. Get to know me and listen to conversations with some of my closest friends and some new friends that I met along the way as a part-time business owner, a 9-to-5 digital worker, and a constant Twitter junkie. This is The Front Row. I wanted to start up today's episode by actually thanking you, 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 that's right, everyone that's locked in, that's tuned in and that's listening and that's subscribed to uh, to our podcast. I really appreciate you guys giving us a little bit of your time to really get to know me and I think I think this might actually be a really good segue into getting to know me, your host. Uh, so without further ado, here are a couple things and I'm going to say seven things or eight things, hopefully eight things that you don't know about me and if you're one of my friends if you're a family member and if you just know me in general well you know this might be a little bit of repetition but here goes nothing so here's number one i used to beatbox i know this might sound a little weird but uh, my beatbox name my stage name when i was when i was a kid was mc deep and i used to do this routine when i was on stage where i would be like when i say mc y'all say deep you know what it's Really, really bad sexual innuendo, um, for starters, given that I was in high school, but it it made for a really good uh, stage routine and it was fantastic. And it was honestly really dope because it grew a lot of my confidence and I think my ability to get in front of people. Um, and then it also just kind of, you know, leaned on my more musical side. I'll get into this a little bit later, you know, throughout the season, but I come from a very artistic family and, uh, you know, I think being able to practice art, um, whether it's through dance uh, or whether it's through any other means, really is a, is a tool and an expression for really how you feel. And I think for me, uh, music has always been that outlet for me. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I used to beatbox from time to time. You know, I'll kind of get back into it with some of my friends and, you know, we'll, we'll try and spit like a hot a hot 16 and, you know, we might even start like a rap battle. But but yeah, no, I, I used to beatbox. Uh, the second thing that uh, our, our listeners might not know about me um, is that I come from a very artistic family. So uh, back in the day, my mom and my dad, uh, you know, before they came to Canada, uh, they, you know, had their own jobs and, and they were pretty much just, you know, you know, just working regular nine to fives. But outside of that, my dad uh, grew up as a as a carnotic vocalist and my mom. Uh, she started off as a nurse and eventually she got into wanting to, I think, do cakes and I think just bake cakes in general. But eventually she kind of channeled her air quotes artistic expression into wanting to you know do hair and makeup so for for a hot minute she used to actually work at a local mall in the greater toronto area called scarborough town center and uh yeah she used to do hair and makeup over there but i think throughout my my childhood and just growing up in general my parents have kind of always fostered this this notion that art is always going to be something that you can kind of tap into to you know um, have some stress relief but also to really channel I think your inner expression so uh, like I said before I come from a very artistic family and and when I was growing up I used to uh, study uh, percussion I used to beatbox like I alluded to before and uh, I actually am a dancer which is actually kind of the third thing that uh, our viewers and our listeners definitely won't know about me is that I used to study an art form called Bharatanatyam it's this old South Indian folk dance that's very female dominant and you know I studied from 2009 to 2015 took a little bit of a hot break and eventually I want to say about five months ago now I went back and it's been super dope probably the best thing I could have done for myself because it's just been able to ground me and give me a little bit of discipline actually a lot of discipline but also an insane workout Uh, for the listeners out there think of it as like 
doing squats in P90X for like a few hours and I know what that sounds like like madness like fam why would you why would you subject yourself to that kind of that kind of pain uh so so it is it is quite a bit of pain but there's also a, a beauty to the art form and I think for me it ties me to my culture of being dumbo but it also I think allows me to just you know set some time apart throughout my week to really just turn my 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 work brain off and also just channel, you know, whether it's frustration or really if I just want to have a good time and a good workout, I go. So, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a dancer. Uh, the fourth thing that not everyone may or may not know about me is that I have two jobs. And I feel like, you know, in 2020, that's becoming more of a norm among my friends, among um, their parents, especially, you know, my friends that come from immigrant families. I feel like having, you know, more than one job, you know, being the ultimate hustler was actually a very standard thing to do. Um, but all that to say, uh, I think since, since I was 15, I've always been working and I'm not going to exactly date myself just yet throughout uh, this episode. But uh, yeah, when I was 15, I started, you know, kind of working at this local meat market. While I was doing that, I used to score keep for our local men's basketball league at my high school. And right now I run my own small business as a, as a part-time wedding videographer. We also do a little bit of corporate video and just some like freelance work in between that and uh, my second job uh, which really helps me fuel I'm gonna say you know running my small business is that I work in uh, in digital I'm gonna say so uh, over the last few years I've, I've been really lucky to kind of uh, work and do a lot of work in the social media and online acquisition space so if you think about um, you know just like large technology companies um, I'm not going to name them just yet in an effort to kind of you know remain anonymous but I've worked for some incredible really dope and also some like funny weird companies but I've done some like cool cool startup work for you know startups that um, didn't survive startups that did startups that also took a little bit of a break some good friends of mine I've you know I, I did I did quite a bit of that hustling and then eventually I decided to dig you know um, knee deep into you know pursuing a career in marketing and more specifically social media so over the last you know four to five years that's really what I did and now I work for a company again that I won't name just yet but uh, a notable uh, large um, entertainment slash technology company and uh, yeah that's that's my that's my second job and it really fuels um, both financially but I want to say from like a um, from the ability to love what you do perspective it really really fuels my passion for running my small business so um, yeah no I've, I've always had two jobs and sometimes three <laughs> but it's really given me I think the ability to um, do lots more of what I love which is you know spending time with my family and my friends but also again fuel my my small business and I think just enjoying that part I think with whatever you do guys make sure that you enjoy it whether it's you know, going to work or going to the gym, find some sort of something that's really going to push you and motivate you to, to show up and to really give it your all. Um, the, the fifth thing that our listeners may or may not know is that I'm a recent, and I say recent maybe within the like last two to four years, uh, I'm a recent... I should say I'm, a, I'm an alcoholic, but I'm not. I'm a recent wine connoisseur. So a few years ago, uh, I took my mom to uh, to California. We spent about a week out there. And uh, in the middle of our trip, we actually did an, an insane wine tour out in uh, Napa and Sonoma. Shout out to my boy, Pran, who actually gave me the recommendation of going to go and do it. And it was definitely like life changing just because, you know, I think there's like if there's anything I would recommend to, you know, our listeners out there and just to my friends in general is, you know, go and travel with your with your siblings with your parents with your family if you can i think 
it, it definitely opens your eyes and kind of like furthers and kind of, I think just like builds on that relationship that, you know, you and that person in, in your family that you're traveling with, um, to have. So it did that for me, my mom, and don't get me wrong, by the end of it, I definitely wanted to get the hell out of there and just go home. But, uh, it was, it was really, really good. And I think the, the best part about that, that trip was this wine tour. And we visited uh, a bunch of vineyards, one of which was an organic vineyard. And, uh, it was fantastic. I think for me, what I really enjoy the most about process is how things are, are put together and how things are done. So being able to kind of witness, you know, like how does wine actually get made, the process, the technical part, but also I think the passionate part of that. So uh, yeah, no, in the recent few years, you know, I've, I've visited a bunch of vineyards. I've done some stuff locally within the greater Toronto area, but also outside of Canada. Um, you know, I've been to California now. I've been to recently, I just came back from Portugal and had the, I think probably the best wine tour experience out there. Uh, we were picked up in a Tesla X, uh, which I'll get into again later in the season. I'll kind of touch on travels and the importance of um, doing a little bit of that. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I had the chance to visit Portugal just recently and I made sure I think it was my 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 goal was to come back with six bottles of wine and rest assured that I made it happen. The, uh, the last couple of things that I want to get into that not everyone might know, and I kind of just touched on this, was that I love to travel. I think one of the things about having two jobs is that from a financial point of view, one of those jobs, if you're lucky, and I think if you work hard enough, will really fuel you and give you a different opportunity that you've never had before. So for me, my running a small business allowed me to travel in ways that I didn't even think were possible. You know, when I first started off, um, even to this day, myself and my business partner and our team, we've kind of like put in a lot of sweat equity, but also a lot of work to form really good connections to have clients eventually fly us out to, to film to film gigs for them and uh, you know I think one of my one of my first work related trips to my small business was being flown out to New York City and I think it was my second time having gone there and by far one of the dopest spots I think that I was able to kind of initially kind of go to and I think that kind of kicked the, the itch for me to be like I need to travel so whenever I get some chance whether it's over a you know like a small long weekend for us or if I can take you know like two weeks off um, I will definitely definitely go out travel explore and if I could do it on my own I think solo travel is again really important and again this is another topic that I'll touch on throughout the rest of our season for the podcast but I think travel in general will definitely open your mind horizons and I think just kind of allow you to kind of reset and recharge and come back into you know whatever you're doing on the regular throughout your week and the final thing that i would love to let our listeners in on about me is that i have tattoos i have a huge long sleeve on my left forearm um on the i'm gonna say on the front of my forearm i have a huge elephant and wrapped around it is just this um this beautiful nice uh rose sleeve and on my on my right arm on my right forearm actually is an ode to my grandfather who passed away a few years ago now and when i was a child when i was a kid he actually introduced both me and my sister to elephants Uh, we did like a lot of travel with our grandparents growing up and i think what what that did for me was again i just it was something that just kind of stuck with me when i was a kid and you know when my grandfather passed away i was struggling with the idea of how to i think just cope with his loss and i want to say about a year maybe about a, a year and a bit after he passed away i uh yeah i got this tattoo that's basically just like an elephant uh his initials a heart to kind of you know just remember him and then the first letter 
of the the Thummel alphabet is also the first letter of my of my middle name, which I won't reveal just yet. But that's that's the other tattoo that I have on uh, on my right arm, and that kind of wraps it up for you know a couple things that our audience and our listeners definitely may or may not know about uh, about me, your host. And uh, if I haven't mentioned it, I also okay. This is this is the this is the last thing I am gonna reveal about myself is that I have a first name and a middle name, which most people do. But for our listeners out there that don't know me, my name is. Joseph or Joe and my my middle name is Amarin and uh, more commonly a lot of my friends call me Joe or Joseph and uh, my clients tend to call me Joseph you know you'll call me Joseph if you're absolutely pissed off at me so I wanted to end today's episode by giving our listeners a glimpse of what they can expect to hear from the rest of the season for the podcast you know we've got some really dope conversations with business owners entrepreneurs and creatives that I'm great friends with trying to understand more about their journey and about what they're currently up to. You'll also hear lots more from me, your host, and from some of my friends eventually about the fun, the crazy, and some of the dumb shit that we've done over the last couple of years. Don't forget to follow us across Twitter and on Instagram to see tons more behind-the-scenes content. A big, big, big shout-out to everyone that's been listening and tuned in with us for our first episode. This is Joe, and you're listening to The Front Row.